Today's Thursday, April 9th, the latter part of Holy Week. In our segment this morning, we invite you to enter that uh, final stage of the trial and the, uh, um, the accusing of Jesus of a crime, of a, of a, of a high crime, a crime that's uh, serious enough against the state that he would be uh, crucified with other criminals as well. We find Pilate in a tough spot. Pilate wants to please everybody at the same time and realizes, realizes that he can't. He needs to make a decision, and he finds himself stuck between a rock and a hard place. He finally decides that the one who's expendable in this story is Jesus. Let's hear from the Gospel of Luke, the 23rd chapter. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people. And he said to them, You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and found no basis for your charges against him. Neither is Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he's done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Now Barabbas was a robber. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore I will have him punished and then released. But with loud shouts they insistently demanded that he be crucified, and their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man, Barabbas, who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one that they had asked for. Pilate released him and surrendered Jesus to their will. Pilate had a short spell of peace and quiet in his castle, hoping that Herod would pronounce sentence on this disagreeable case. But that fox did not enter the trap. He sent the prisoner back to the governor. In the meantime, a crowd had gathered to accompany him. With displeasure, Pilate became aware of the approaching crowd and only too soon received the news that he was not to be spared the verdict. From the beginning, he'd recognized Christ's innocence. He had received an impression of the majesty of his person, and he still had the intention to set him free. He was aware, however, of the persistence and the rage of the accusers. If he acquitted Jesus, he had to be prepared for the worst complications, perhaps a riot, a revolution, and even bloodshed. His present military force was in all probability too weak to crush a revolution promptly. In addition, 
He worried that he would be accused of and slandered to the distrustful and cruel Emperor Tiberius. Under the influence of these considerations, he entered upon the ruinous path of negotiating with the unscrupulous leaders of the people, of yielding to wrong and of compromising between good and evil. Thus he set out on the precipitous path, the way that was bound at last to plunge him to ruin. What a criminal half-measure was his verdict. I will chastise him and let him go. A clear decision was called for in this case. If guilty, punishment. If innocent, release. Pilate despised the Jews, but did not dare to break with them. He strove for a just verdict, but did not dare to give it. Finally, the wretched man thought he would satisfy Christ's enemies by maltreating him, their victim, by beating him and chastising him. This would quiet his own conscience by releasing the innocent prisoner after having him flogged. With the promise of chastisement, the unhappy man had taken a fatal step that would only too soon force him to consent to crucifixion. What damage people do to themselves who deny their better conviction because of the, of the fear of men, who break God's commandment for the sake of the world's favor and sacrifice their inner life for outward well-being. How senseless it is to try to compromise between irreconcilable opposites, between truth and lies, between good and evil. The first step from what is right presses us to take the second and the third. Such intermediaries deal their consciences deadly blows. They lose their balance of mind. They lose their peace of soul. They continue on their way half-heartedly and with broken wills. Their path our path becomes more and more precipitous, thinking they are furthering their happiness. They become the most miserable people. Oh God, we thank you for this month, this 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 time together this morning. We pray that you'd be with us uh, as we enter the latter part of this holy week. We pray, oh God knowing that we ourselves are caught often between right and wrong, between trying to compromise so much that we can please others around us, please you, and ultimately please ourselves. But what do we find when we please ourselves? What kind of peace do we have? Be, God, be with us, O oh Lord. Guide us, strengthen us. Bless us during this time. Bless the world. Heal the world. And we pray all these things in the name of our Savior and Lord. Amen. 
remember that you can go to plow.com, that's P-L-O-U-G-H.com, and you can download this free ebook, Crucified is My Love. God bless you and have a good day.